Hello and welcome to episode five of the Show and Tell podcast with myself, James Brooks. And myself, Simone Gobbo. How are you doing, Simone? Not bad. What's Not new? Bad. Uh, well, quite a lot of things. Last time we had a, um, we recorded a podcast with podcast. We promised we would record weekly. Yeah. Didn't How many weeks ever. has it been now? Didn't it's only ever. been like three weeks, maybe. Yeah. It's been a very busy three weeks. Um, I feel like I've had a very angry week this week. Like, I smashed up my keyboard. I'm now sweating like a beast because we've done a lot of... Uh, Packing. Kind of manual jobs around the place. Uh, yesterday, I completely tidied my home office so that I could actually get to my desk so I can work at home, not on the sofa. So, yeah, I'm sweating like a beast now. About to open some uh, black grape juice. That's good for you. Oh, it smells so good. <sighs> yeah, nice. So, yeah, tell me, what's, what's, what's the story, Simone? Um, what, um, what should we talk about? Um, so many things happened that... Mm. Well, let's, let's go with the first thing you've got on the list. I actually the list. haven't got anything on my list today. Good, good, um, good. I mean, it would be fair to say, sorry for the rustling, I'm eating a fruit winder right now. Um, it would be fair to say that I got my longboard out that I bought in Hawaii for the first time in several years. I think the last time I skateboarded was a couple of years ago and I, I turned up to that. your house bleeding all over the place. Yeah. I think I'd come over to see if I can borrow a roll of toilet paper as I recall. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and I arrived bleeding, so yeah, uh, that's that. Um, so talk to me, what have you been watching on YouTube lately? Um, I suppose the main thing is um, Casey Neistat's vlogs. Mm. I'd say main thing. Uh, massive YouTuber, uh, filmmaker more than YouTuber. I'd say it's a filmmaker that posts his stuff on YouTube mainly, but I wouldn't say it's a YouTuber. Um, very nice stuff. Very inspiring entrepreneur mm. and creative more than anything. I'd say is the thing that's. Yeah. attracts me the most. I think it would be fair to say that, I mean, you introduced me to him, and I think it would be fair to say that, um, yeah, he's, he's inspired us a lot the last couple of weeks and challenged us a lot. Yeah. Especially when it comes to creativity, because sometimes you can get so kind of deep in your everyday stuff um, and your emails and your meetings and stuff like that, that creativity can get pushed to the side or you don't take the time to think about you know solving things in a creative way yeah basically what this guy does is a original filmmaker now he's got a startup app called beam fairly nice app testing it out um and as a daily vlog so it vlogs daily the vlogs are next level vlogging it's not flip camera raw yeah he spends kind about of. anywhere up to seven hours editing each vlog i, I heard yeah yeah, the editing is pretty sharp. So yeah, it pushed us to say, okay, creativity is good. Even if you're busy, that's not an excuse to uh, not be creative daily because it's what we like. That's true, sorry. Just took a massive, massive mouthful of black grape uh, soda. Good. Yeah, it's pretty nice, pretty good. Um, excuse the burping. So, <coughs> um, so, Artificial intelligence. 
There was quite a <laughs> change of. This is something we've been talking about the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, mainly because um, on Yovoto, which we talked about in the last episode, although I, I pronounced it completely wrong last time, so apologies for that. Um, Yovoto, they've been working on an artificial, artificial intelligence project or projects for Deutsche Bank. So that got us thinking about artificial intelligence, and you've been doing some Yeah, plus at the same digging. time, I was listening to Tim Ferriss' show. Uh, it was an episode with, I suppose, it's, I think it's called Kevin Kelly. He's a super famous guy, Wired magazine, uh, first thousand true fans, that guy. Okay. That um, and he's really into VR and artificial intelligence, so he, he was chatted a couple of hours about artificial intelligence, and... Yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. Tell me pretty more. Is pretty interesting stuff. Uh, what is well, basically, it's it's really hard to talk because artificial intelligence is a bit everywhere, and it's already here. But at the same time, it's the next big thing, as internet has been, uh, as social media has been, as you know, mobile has been. Next big thing would be artificial intelligence, in my opinion. So. Every everything around us and every app and every item will get more and more of what is commonly called artificial intelligence. Um, I love the what Kevin Kelly said. Basically, and during the Industrial Revolution and so on, we started mechanizing and then electrifying items. And the next step, then we put internet on the thing, internet of things, internet everywhere. And the next thing will be giving cognitive capacities and capabilities to, to to objects, to everyday objects. Yeah. And and I kind of agree. I mean, everything is already going in that direction, uh, even if you don't really think about it. I mean, the perfect example is the Google car and self-driving cars. Yeah. But artificial intelligence is everywhere because if you think of artificial intelligence as a machine that does something like a human, but something that is on such a larger scale that is beyond human capabilities. Well, Google is kind of artificial intelligence itself because it looks through billions of pages and gives you a result after yeah. a query. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing that I struggle getting my head around is just that actually, you know, there's so much data out there that, you know, the the, the some of the stuff that we're going to be able to achieve in a very, very short period of time is just going to be insane because not only are you bringing artificial intelligence mechanisms in but also like big data and it's you know we've been trying to think of some ideas for your voto and it's just like crazy some of the possibilities um but what i struggle getting my head around is like how the hell is is does the world have this much processing power as well because you know i was chatting to my dad who works for like a pharmaceutical company and um you know talking to him about how much processing their power they need for like analyzing genomes and stuff like that and it's it's crazy how many cores of processing power like a team will need for analyzing data and i'm just like bloody hell like how the heck do we get that much processing power do you know what yeah. i mean yeah um yeah it's it, now it's to me it's a sweet spot for artificial intelligence because um, we got three components at the same time. So we have, as you said, big data. So we have data about everything in massive amounts. Uh, we got, as you said again, um, processing power because we can 
snap our fingers and have cores and cores and oh, cores. Oh, I mean, it was crazy the other day, wasn't it? We were setting up a... Um, yeah. I mean, we were just setting up a uh, Windows, uh, virtual Windows terminal, basically. But we could have set up thousands of them instantly. Yeah. And you adapt, and you add to this um, new technologies of uh, deep learning and cognitive learning. So uh, technologies and software and algorithms that um, simulate our brain learns. So it's not algorithms anymore, functional algorithms, but it's literally a simulation of our brain. So if you match up all these things, I mean, big data is it's everywhere. Like a perfect storm, yeah, isn't it? Big data is everywhere. Um, I was reading that in terms of computing, the game changer has been gaming because um, consoles and gaming computers uh, have, have developed really, really powerful processors for very, very cheap. So yeah. that's how you get the, the computing power. Yeah. And this deep learning and cognitive, it's almost cognitive tissue that you can recreate with hardware and software. Wow. It's all coming up now in a very accessible way. I mean, if you think, you can buy artificial intelligence from Google for something like, what did I told you, tell you the other day? 40 cents every thousand iterations, something like that. Wow. So they actually host the processing power, the everything, algorithms. Everything, everything. You can buy, I don't know, uh, iterations to get the machine to understand what an image is without you looking at it. That sort of that mm. sort of power you can buy at the moment, and it's cheap. It's already cheap. It's already here. So, wow. So that's like a massive <clears throat> opportunity for developers. I mean, we were saying the other day. You know, we know some really smart guys, and this is just a, a great opportunity for someone who's really got that sort of brain power and creativity. Yeah, especially know. because I'm blanking on the name, but I'm, I think it's a Google framework, framework for AI. Google Carve is built using this framework, for example, and it's open source online. Yeah. You can go there, use it. So yeah. this, you know. That's a game changer. Yeah. Really a game changer for devs. Wow, well, it'll be interesting to see how things start to unfold over the next couple of years, but I think we're gonna see some mad, mad stuff. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is that I don't think we'll see it because we'll get so used that what is crazy artificial intelligence now in two years time will be just so so everyday mm. things that yeah it, it won't look crazy I mean 10 years ago a device like Nest was you know mm, crazy true. crazy yeah. now it's in every house yeah, that's true. Google driving guys the same. Yeah. Ten years ago, wasn't even thinkable. Yeah, true. Yeah, and I can't wait for you know some kind of upgrade to Siri because, you know, yeah. it's pretty like it's it's pretty crap right now, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. it, it, the you know the only thing I use it for is setting an alarm without having to physically do it myself. Yeah. So, but. I'm sure that it could become very, very helpful because, you know, like I'm thinking in terms of, you know, like I could really do with a personal assistant now, but I bet you in a couple of years time, I won't even need one because you could, have, you can basically yeah, a virtual assistant, yeah, literally a virtual assistant. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Very cool. Very, very cool. So, what else is going on? What else is going on? Well, VR is another pretty hot thing that VR. we met on Uvoto, one of our ideas, yeah. including VR. So one of our um, ideas was for like a virtual reality restaurant where you yeah. go in and you sit down, put your VR headset on, and basically you can maybe travel around the world, you know, take a journey through the street markets of Asia and have your food as you go, or, you know, maybe you can be a fly on the wall in the kitchen or watch the chef prepare through his eyes, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure whether I think VR is going to be massive or not. I don't know. Um, I'm not super keen on VR. Um Saying that AI and VR are the two main things now in the technology world, if AI, it really makes me want to know more and see where we go. VR, it doesn't really... <clears throat> the only thing I could say about VR really is it just seems a bit clumsy. Yeah. Do, does that make yeah. sense? Like whenever I watch like videos of people going to a VR experience, it, it all just seems a bit to me, clumsy. It, it's either really crap experience or is a good experience but it's really really hard to set up so you need to have a specific room with specific gear you need to have specific glows to have you yeah. know tap tile and it's it's just it's just too too much fuff to me mm. um i mean even just the oculus rift yeah it's cool super cool but it seems quite i don't know blocky clumsy it's not as if yeah. it's you know, it's not a sexy device like the iPhone. When the iPhone came yeah. out, it was like, oh, I want that. With the Oculus... And uh, I think the thing is, you can see a clear... For, like, AI, you can see a clear uh, beneficial situation for everyone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's going to affect everyone's lives. Whereas VR, I don't know. Um, I think augmented reality, on the other hand, is going to be... Pretty big. Super big, pretty you know. Cool. Uh, Google Glass style situation yeah. uh, and I could see myself using that every day and I can see that being a game changer for people for sure but virtual reality no not, not just doesn't interest me at no, all no no I think we're on the same page with that mm. um, yeah augmented reality has been out for years now I mean it's years ago I've seen smart windows where you had the glass window that tells, tells you oh yeah today you got these appointments and the weather is like this outside and stuff like that yeah but it didn't go really anywhere did it so i don't know i don't know what to expect yeah i yeah i see what you mean i don't know we'll see um have you been using any cool apps recently well uh, not really i've been testing out <coughs> beam beam tell me about beam well, Beam is Casey Neistat up, as we were taking, saying earlier. Um, and yeah, the whole concept is uh, an app uh, to record your life and bits and nuggets of your life, but not seeing them through the phone. So the concept is that you don't see the phone, you can't review it. You can review it, yeah, you can review it. But you just see a black screen not seeing what you record and he uploads immediately so that's the kind of concept so okay. not seeing the life through so the, the idea screen. is you can film stuff but it won't actually show it to you on the, the screen no. of your phone no. so you may as well 
look at look at and enjoy the yeah. moment IRL I've, instead I've, of yeah, looking I, it through the lens. Yeah. The I think that phone. the main example is sport events and concerts. Yeah. You see people paying hundreds and hundreds to go to a football final or whatever and they spend majority of the time looking at the f- screen of the phone taking mm. pictures and videos say well at that point just stay at home watch it on telly it's yeah. more comfortable uh, with this app it technically it works with the I think it works with the proximity sensor so if you put your finger it starts recording you put your finger on the proximity sensor and it starts recording um, yeah I'll test it out for, uh, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know if it will become another massive app like Snapchat and Facebook, but yeah. it's pretty cool and fun. Okay, nice. I've been using an interesting little app um, called Pixomatic. And basically, these guys have been hounding me with Facebook ads for weeks. And I kept seeing their Facebook ads, which was like a video showing you how the app works. And basically, you know, it's a little vid- like it's a little photo editing app, but um, the main functionality is that you can cut stuff out. So, like for example, okay. you can cut a person out, cut the background out of a person or okay. whatever. Um, and I saw the videos on face on their Facebook ads, and I was thinking, man, it can't be that smooth to use because it looks so easy just to cut someone out. Yeah, because cut some someone out using using Photoshop. Take some time. The, yeah, yeah, it's not the craziest thing, but it's not the easiest thing. And like this, doing this it. is literally mm. just someone with their finger just drawing round something, and then or someone, and then boom, it was cut and cut really well. Um, anyway, they, I, I kept seeing the ad, and I was like, oh, man, I've got to try this out. Even though it's like a two ninety nine ad, uh, two ninety nine app, I've got to try it out. Bought it, and I was so surprised. It was brilliant. It was nice. like really cool. Um, so easy to. So what can you do? You can cut people out. So you can, can you blur cut... the background as yeah, well? Yeah. So you just make like that's what I mainly do it with. Like you know, I'll cut either a person or the item out, and then blur out the rest of the background. And that you know, you've got quite a lot of control over the blur and stuff. Just make really nice images mm. on your phone really quickly. Uh, and also, you can replace the background and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's nothing crazy, it's, but, you know, it's just nice, like a nice, fun little photo editor for your phone, and if you want to, you know, level up your Instagram images or something like that, it's nice. a pretty cool thing to use. Nice. Yeah, bye. So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sweet. Have you got anything else to chat about because I can't think uh, of I don't know, anything. I'm blanking a bit. It's, it's Friday, Friday afternoon. Yeah. It's like one of those days. <laughs> it's not as if we prepare for this podcast. So no, we just we felt, just you know, we gotta got to put it out there and, uh, you know, let people know what we're up to and stuff. Yeah, so. we plug in and start talking and today it's been a long day already. Yeah, well that's cool. We can, uh, we can call up. this a short one. So, yeah, thanks very much, Simone. And uh, as always, people... Feel free to drop us some feedback. We love to hear feedback. You know, drop us a tweet or um, leave us a comment. And we will catch you next time. And we will actually try and do a podcast next week. Yep. Cool. Peace. Bye.